0: This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So, let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining today for another episode, and we're going to help you make shift happen because this shift has got to get done, right? Right. Belittling is the topic for today, something I personally see very often in our cycling community, as well as the running community, really every sports community, let's be real. Belittling means to put down or to make another person feel as though they aren't important or didn't do something noteworthy. Ouch. Doesn't, doesn't sit too well when you hear the definition, right? Your effort is your effort alone. And I think that's something that we need to keep in mind when we're thinking about all of our sports endeavors. Just because you may have ridden less mileage, maybe less elevation, or maybe even less technical terrain, or I don't know, what if you want to call them easier trails... That doesn't mean that you did any less than someone else. Sure, they may have done something a little bit more intensely, but that's them. You rode what you rode. You rode your ride. Your ride, and something that I think is incredibly important to keep in mind going forward when you approach your rides, approach your workouts, approach everything that you do in life, your ride also doesn't define who you are as a person or as a cyclist it's not what or who makes you who you are full stop you're more than what you do for a living you're more than how you ride your bike you're more than what you do with your kids you're more than what you do with your hobbies you're so much more than that you have so much more nuance than that and if someone else says something about what or how you rode in a mean or demeaning manner guess what That says more about that person and their lack of of confidence than anything that you did. Those kinds of people are are just not worth your time or energy. Besides, the people who belittle your efforts, they're bullies. They're cowards. They have low self-esteem. Their words really just don't mean anything. I mean, they're going to sting, I'm sure, because it it never never feels good to hear what other people are saying about you behind your back, you know? Just say it to their face. Um, So yeah, it's one of those situations where if they're being assholes, (laughs) just let them be assholes and be alone and try not to have their words stick to you. You're probably wondering why I'm talking about belittling today um, and especially belittling your efforts And it's because this topic, it all came to me as I rode the SBT gravel last weekend and I had a fucking amazing time, like the best cycling event I've ever been to, bar none. I'm considering doing a podcast episode just alone to recap my experience uh, and possibly interview some people that I met. But it was an incredible experience. It, it was such a welcoming environment. It was the most diverse race crowd I've seen, which says a lot because this is a very white and homogenous dominated sport. And it was just fucking amazing. I loved it. I uh, really did. Absolutely loved it well i was supposed to ride the 100 mile blue course if you remember a few months back i signed up for it i think like i don't even remember january february something like that and it was right when you know something else healed on me um i was supposed to ride the 100 mile blue course but i did tear my quad about 12 to 14 weeks ago in a rec league soccer game and that caused me to push back my training significantly in fact, my training pretty much, it, it stopped altogether on the bike. I would just do maybe one bike ride a week. And that bike ride was like maybe eight miles. Like I was not doing anything. And I was was not really even riding my gravel bike. I had, At that point, I had only ridden my gravel bike, I think like three times in my life. And I came to the conclusion that there was no way I could comfortably ride 100 miles on gravel. I mean, hell, the SBT gravel, that was the... It was really only my, I think, fourth gravel ride ever, <laughs> and which is disappointing for me because I did have a wound on my butt for about six months in late 2021, right after I got the damn bike, and I was so bummed because literally I had gotten this bike, it was so exciting, I finally, finally did it, and finally I had a bike that fit me that was in stock, and then all of a sudden, you know, I I got this wound, which again, I said it a couple times in previous episodes that I'm going to just do an episode alone on like what the hell to do and maybe even have a doctor on here. But it's just one of those situations where literally shit happened or at that point, you know, I guess shit wasn't happening for me, but it was just a pain in the ass. Literally. I just, oh God, it was so, guys, guys, it was, Friends, it was just so painful. I couldn't like sitting on my bike hurt. I remember last year I was coaching in Sedona for Vita MTB series, and this was shortly after uh, my wound started. And that whole clinic just hurt. Like it hurt. I had to. I had to channel something. I went someplace mentally that I don't think I've ever gone mentally. Especially when we had to do the group ride, because it was great. I had an assistant coach; she was able to demo a lot of the stuff, so I didn't necessarily have to sit a whole lot on my saddle. But oh my god, when it came time to sit, yeah, it hurt. Let's just say it hurt. Um, So, needless to say, I did not have the base miles that I would would have wanted to have. And you know, and then plus recently, I did let. Uh, a friend of mine borrow my road bike because she, believe it or not, I'm five foot two. She's actually an inch shorter than my ass. She's five foot one. She was having a hell of a time finding a bike. She mentioned she was doing the ragabri in Iowa, right across Iowa. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, dude, let me teach you how to road bike and clip in and clip out. And you're more than happy to borrow my road bike. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to ride more outside now because the weather's great. Um, then of course we had a proper monsoon season. I mean, it was just like one thing after the other. And Honestly, I just had to kind of throw up my hands and just be like, look, I'm just doing what life is throwing at me right now and definitely not one to kind of like find excuses or make reasons, but there were definitely were some reasons and obstacles that came in my way. (laughs) So a lot of stuff derailed the mileage that I was planning to get over the fall and winter and then into the spring to help me train for a steamboat. But, um... Even though I know that mentally I could have gotten through the steamboat gravel ride for hundred miles, would that have been a smart idea? Probably not. Especially since the weekend before that I was in steamboat again and I did a 26 mile mountain bike race. And honestly, I don't think I've ever ridden my mountain bike for 26 miles now that I think about it. I mean, I'm sure I know I could, but I mean, especially on my quad and stuff, but my quad just is not used to climbing that much yet especially straight up a mountain and I've never been on those trails. So, the climbing was just a little bit steeper than my quad could handle at that point in my recovery. Um, so I didn't want to definitely. I didn't I definitely didn't want to go into Steamboat just feeling like shit. So, I opted to to do the 37-mile route. But I found myself wanting to say things like, "I just rode the 37-mile route." Shrug. Right? No, man. Like I owned it and I had a fucking blast. A route is a route. It's not just 37 miles. So, all of this to say stop belittling your efforts just because someone else went farther or further, uh, or if they went higher or harder than you did. Awesome. Don't don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. And I feel like I'm starting back at chapter one, maybe chapter five. Okay. Uh, Just because, you know, I'm, I'm having to restart my training and things like that. Also, another point to keep in mind is that you don't know what their goals are compared to yours. They could have completely different goals than what you have. So this probably leaves you to ask, well, Jen, what the hell do I do when Your effort may not have matched what you wanted to do that day. I'll give you some tips. First thing, recognize and acknowledge your efforts. Seriously, even if you didn't perform better than you expected, you still showed up, which is half the battle for most people. So please be self-compassionate and acknowledge your efforts for the day. You showed up. High five the hell out of yourself. Second thing to consider and ask, did you have fun? Even if it's type two fun, (laughs) like, did you have fun? That's what matters. And I think sometimes we get so blinded by our training that we forget that it's incredibly important to have some, have some damn fun on the bike, because the more you stop having fun, the more you're, you're, you're going to be less likely to show up for your training and you're going to be less likely to do the thing. And then you're just going to be like making excuses to ride, not to ride, blah, blah, blah. And then you're just going to be a butt to be around. So no one wants to be a butt. Another thing to consider to have fun um, when you ask yourself if you had fun, program in some soul miles every week. and this is something I program for hundred percent of my one-on-one private clients when I'm doing their fitness and, and you know strength training programming. Soul miles, they are so important. I don't care if it's a 15 mile run with your ex. I don't care if, you know, that you're friends with, obviously. Um, I don't care if it's like, you know, a five mile run around the hood or, you know, a 10 mile bike ride that's just with your kid, whatever it is. Maybe you're going to the bike park, doing some tricks, have some damn fun program in some soul miles that just let you forget Strava. And let you forget about your effort and just show up and and pedal your ass off and have fun. Because I think that if if soul miles were included in more training plans, we'd have a lot more happy individuals, a lot more happy athletes out there. Instead of feeling like you're overtraining and just... No one wants to be overtraining and no one wants to be feeling like shit. So get some soul miles in. Third thing to consider is use this event or you know when you feel like you didn't necessarily do when you feel like your effort didn't match what you wanted to do that day use that as a learning experience lose it as a use it as a learning opportunity i'm having a hard time talking today ask yourself what you would do differently for next time use it as a point of reflection because I think sometimes we skip over reflecting on something that hurt or something that maybe didn't go as planned because we just want to go ahead and forget about the damn thing. And we need to go ahead and actually embrace it and take that as an opportunity to really dig deeper, dive deeper, question things and, and just see, you know what can I learn from this? What can I do a little bit differently next time to feel better or maybe show up a little bit better? And then last but not least, don't be self-absorbed. Sincerely congratulate... (laughs) Y'all, I swear, I'm 100% sober. Uh, I just can't talk right now. Maybe it's because I I just finished a bike interval session. I'm not sure. But don't be self-absorbed. Sincerely congratulate someone else's effort. What I usually try to do after a race or something is I'll immediately seek out those who were in my division Give them fist pumps, high fives, whatever people are comfortable with right now. And seek out those people. Immediately congratulate them. Just be like, dude, that was an awesome ride. Had fun. You see you next time. Whatever. <laughs> whatever comes to you in that awkward moment. But then also seek out those who may have surpassed their own expectations and high five the hell out of them. You're going to hear people talking about that. Like, holy hell, I can't believe I did this or I did that. I can't believe I did that feature. Whatever. Awesome. Be like, dude, that must have felt great. Even if you don't know them, it doesn't matter. People love it when they have other people happy for them. I mean, who doesn't? Support your community. Share your love for the sport with others by showing them that you're happy for their success. There's literally enough sunshine for all of the flowers in this world. And that is just a metaphor for us. All right? You can shine a light on other people. It doesn't have to be all about you all the time. And I know sometimes it does feel like the world does revolve around you, and I'm not saying that in a like tongue-in-cheek kind of way, but sometimes I think we do forget that there are other storylines in this on this planet that don't don't involve us. And that's okay. You know, there's an Islamic saying, the only thing we gain by putting others down is an extra enemy. And it's true. And I'm gonna say that again because it, it kind of it hit it hit me when I was writing this uh, little, little like points that I write, my little notes for the podcast episode so I don't go down a tangent hole, which I go down tangent holes anyways. Again, the only thing we gain by putting others down is an extra enemy. You're not doing anyone favors. So recognize the efforts of others and applaud them. Lift them up. It feels really good. Just do it. The bonus out of all of that is it'll make you feel good when you make someone else feel good. You know, it's just a bonus. Don't, and don't like congratulate someone just to make yourself, you know, to make yourself feel good. Uh, Genuinely do it out of the love that you have for that individual. All right. All right. We're at 15 minutes this week, short and sweet like me. Um, I hope you have a beautiful day, friend. If you have any questions about this episode, Please let me know. But again, four things you can do uh, recognize and acknowledge your efforts for that day. Even if you didn't perform better than you expected, you still showed up. High five yourself. Ask if you had fun. Get some soul miles in every week. Third, use it as a learning opportunity. What would you do differently next time? And then, last but not least, don't be a self absorbed asshole. Seriously reach out to someone, congratulate someone in your immediate, you know, domain there, high five them and, and seek out someone else maybe who really smashed their goals or did really well. And it'll feel really good because man, you're going to share in their joy. And that just, that's just fucking rocks. All right. All right. Have a beautiful day. I will see you next week. Some links are going to be in the show notes for other episodes to check out if you'd like. And then, of course, there's always a link in the show notes if you want to apply to work with me. Uh, my applications are always open. I don't have a wait list actually right now because it's summer. It's kind of the slow season right now. So I don't have a wait list right now. If you're looking to get started in the fall, now is the time to apply and not right before the holidays like everyone else seems to do. Um, but anyways, I look forward to seeing your application in my mailbox, but, um, have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye.